Call an ambulance, but not for me, because I'm RoboCop. I hate my life. (laughs) Hello and welcome, fellow film buffs. I'm Hunter Van Lierup, RoboCop. And I'm joined by my co-host and fellow RoboCop, Zach Droll. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because it's weird, man. We're covering RoboCop. Yeah. It's exciting. We are the box office RoboCops. Each and every week we deep dive into the movie sphere to watch and review RoboCop. And all other films to ever grace the silver screen. This week we're talking about RoboCop. <laughs> Man. I can already tell you hate this opening. <laughs> no, no. I definitely don't hate it. I definitely just don't wish. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll open it this time. <laughs> <laughs> no. It stays in. We keep it in. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. How you been, been since been, uh, last we spoke? Been good, been good. Uh, I've been get, getting ready for college and and stuff. Oh, yeah? When are you going back? Uh, well, I go up uh, to Oswego probably in the summertime. Dude, sweet. So, um, How far is Oswego from here? About six hours. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, so that just a heads up in time that... Uh, may or uh, the podcast may or not have a small hiatus. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, it's a once a week thing. It's not like if we miss two weeks or three weeks in a row, it's gonna be the end of the world. You know, we'll yeah, be d- fine if you gotta sort some stuff out. And and definitely, it definitely won't, won't put a hindering to our thirteen subscribers on YouTube and our <laughs> nine consistent audience on Anchor. Hey, man, that's better than zero. Oh yeah, one hundred percent is. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Oh, um, I, I also bought a lot of stuff. I did impulse buys, and I got myself a grilled cheese uh, pin. A grilled cheese pin? Yes. Like a like an enamel pin? Yes. Nice. I'll say I impulse bought, side. like, 25 Batman toys in the last, like, month. Oh, I actually, um, I saw that. I, I have, um, a, a Nightwing statue that I got from Newberry. Babe, I'll throw you. Sorry. My, I, my girlfriend was gonna flick one of my Batman stag, my Batman toys. So um, I got a um, I I, I got a, a Nightwing statue from Newberry. I saw, oh, this is cool. Then I um, I I I had opened it up, and it's numbered. It's numbered. Yes, it was. It, it did not mention anything like that on the on the packaging. It's just numbered. Weird. What's the statue look like? Is it the one where uh, he's sitting there in like a hoodie with nunchucks around his neck? Uh yeah 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 that's the Nooligan one I have that too it's fucking fire yeah it's on, on, on the bottom it, it, it's numbered oh I didn't check I'll check mine later we can compare numbers <laughs> mine's number is seventy eight <laughs> uh, I think I got seventy eight damn hey babe do you want to grab my Nightwing real quick because I'm stuck behind my desk no he's not up there he's over here well let me uh he's by Blue Falcon on the bottom next to Soda Cat over there black black case black case on the bottom. What's his number say? Yes, Nightwing. Nightwing. That's bl- that's Blue Falcon. Nightwing. What's his number? I think that's zero four six. Forty six. Noise. Hey, you got one higher than me. Yeah. I think that's zero. Only three thousand made. Damn, this is a fire statue. They made Batman, Joker, and Harley Quinn ones too, but I wanted the Nightwing. Oh yeah, I um well they they made uh, a Catwoman one as well, but the Nightwing one was the only one I can. Oh, they made a Catwoman one too. Yeah. They must have made like, one after the, the initial the... wave. So the Nightwing one was the only one that, that looked cool to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same thing. Like, nothing wrong. They look cool in general because they're a very stylized version. But the Nightwing one honestly looks the coolest. <laughs> yeah. Then also, I have an, an Iron Giant statue, which is we got to cover Iron Giant. 
So oh, dude, that's on the list somewhere, right? If no, not, not throw yet. it down. Throw it down for next January. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> hey, man, it's not our fault we plan things in advance. You can actually throw it down in either August or in uh Yeah, don't we have ones that November are not like, picked too. yet? Yeah, well, yeah, we, we can throw it down in um November. The, the anything slot. Yeah, we have we have or August, or... November, and December still available. Cool. All right, yeah, so we'll figure it out. Anyway, this week we're talking about RoboCop. If it wasn't so... obvious from the fucking intro, <laughs> hey man. Also, um, I I made this joke to Hunter when before we started recording. Man, good, good timing to pick a cop movie. Oh yeah, I mean, it's not like we covered it last summer. You know what I mean? Oh my god. <laughs> But like that would have been the podcast uh, wasn't even one. like alive yet. It no, wasn't we were, in... I think we were getting there. Were no, we August. At, at that time, we we well, at, at the height of it, we we weren't there. Oh yeah, we came in right after, like a cool breeze. Yeah. So um, it wasn't obvious. We are talking about RoboCop, and RoboCop is a nineteen eighty seven American science fiction, American sci fi action film, directed by Paul Van Van Hooven. Uh, Veerhoven. Veerhoven. And written by Edward Neumeyer and, yep. and Michael Miner. Uh, set in a crime-ridden Detroit, Michigan in the near future. Robocop uh, centers on a police officer, Alex Murphy, who is murdered by a gang of criminals and subsequently re- re- revived by the megacorporation OC. I'm just calling them OC, OCP. Omni-consumer products. Omni-consumer products, but... Saying that a lot is going to be annoying, so I'm just going to call yeah, OCP. Yeah, we'll switch to OCP later. Um, as the cyborg law enforcer, Robocop. He gets brutally murdered. It's not like he gets murdered. He gets oh, brutally yeah, murdered. I forgot how, excuse me, how graphic that was. Dude, he gets shot in the hand, hand gone. He gets shot a bunch of times, then he gets shot in the face. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, he gets, just he gets fucked up. And he gets the his arm blown off too. Yeah, the only that. thing that survives the entire encounter is his face. That beautiful which face, which is weird. They just cut it off and put it on a robot body, and they're like RoboCop. No, but that makeup for for, the, for RoboCop is beautiful for its time. Oh yeah, it's all um, it's all practical effects, except for like two things. But I couldn't even tell you what they were. But for me, just like seeing that, because like it's it's beautiful on how they're able to do that for that that time. Oh, dude, I wish I could go back in time and be a part of these movies, just making these like sets and stuff. So cool. Nowadays, you just fucking throw it into the computer and go, all right, it looks good. And to be fair, sometimes CGI looks really really good, but you cannot beat practical effects as old as they look. Yeah. Go back and watch the thing. The thing is so good. With practical effects. I wish they let the 2013 reboot be practical effects. <laughs> Funny joke, big man. They were supposed to. The 2013 <laughs> reboot was supposed to have practical effects, but since CGI and 3D effects were really popular at the time, the studio told them that they couldn't do practical and they had to do CGI. And that's why the movie is not as good as it could be. Mm. Besides it also being like, meh. But, you know, it be how it be. So, do you want to hit us off with this uh, lovely cast that we had yeah, here? I'll hit us off with... Dude, this cast is fire. We got uh, Peter Weller as Alex Murphy slash RoboCop. We have Nancy Allen as Ann Lewis. We have Daniel O'Harely as the old man. We got Ronnie Cox as Dick Jones. Kurtwood Smith as Clarence Bowdicker. 
and Miguel Ferrer as Bob Morton. I'm assuming Kurt Woodsmith is the guy who, who's red. He's from... red. Yeah, okay. he's red. All right. I just wanted to make sure because I, <laughs> I made that joke saying, wait, isn't that the dad from, like, that 70s show? That's Red Foreman, motherfucker. He's putting guns in people's asses just like his foot. Damn. <laughs> so uh, this film, this, like, I, we don't have this equated for um, inflection on, on stuff. Well, no, this is just the time uh, yeah, it came at, out, at this time. is what we got. So, yeah. the budget was about $13.7 million. Which is at, pretty high back then, but also really low. And at the box office, um, it made uh, $53.4 million. Yeah, it, it, it's a box office hit. It smashed. Oh, 100% did smash. It made more it, than it, double its budget, with uh, including marketing, so that's good. It, it definitely, yeah, well, yeah, because like, um, we, we, we did find out that the budget does account for marketing. Which is good. Not always. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. So, um, yeah, that, that, with that said, um, hopping into the notes section that we love to do that stuff we not ripped off of every single site that we find. <clears throat> hey, man. We like to give, we have to keep people informed so the show isn't 20 minutes. But also, yeah, <laughs> also, um, and also always take, um, take our notes with grains of salt because they are from Wikipedia. And Wikipedia cites their sources, so take it as a grain yeah, of but salt also, from but also, them, from but us, also from anyone can edit it. For all we know, someone could put RoboCop was a bitch the entire time. Dude, and they have gatekeepers, it. though, that they have, like, strict gatekeepers that run Wikipedia. It's not just, like, free, like you can change it, but then ten minutes later it'll be changed back. All right, so um, the anyway. film was conceived <laughs> by... by by new by new Amir, new Amir. That, that that last name's gonna fuck me up the entire and time. New, new Meyer. <laughs> While working on the set of Blade Runner 1982, um, and he developed an idea furthering with Minor. Uh, the He's script, one of the writers. Yeah, the script was purchased in early in 1985 by producer John Davis on behalf of Orion Pictures. Finding a director proved difficult. Uh, Vorheven. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, th- these last names, I, mm, why can't you be born normal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vorheven. Dis- Vorhoven. Whatever. Dismissed the script twice because he did not understand its sarcastic content. Satirical. Satirical, sarcastic. Who are satirical. you? <laughs> its content until, um, conceived, until convinced of it by his wife. While researching story submissions for Universal, Neumeyer uh, came across a student video by an aspiring director, Michael Miner. Uh, the pair met and discussed the similar concept. Neumeyer, Robocop, and Miner's ro- robot themed rock music video. In a 2014 interview, Miner said that he also had an idea called Supercop. The pair formed a working partnership and spent about two months discussing the idea, plus two or three months writing together at night and over weekends, outside of that regular outside of the regular jobs. The collaboration was initially uh, difficult because they did not know each other well and had to learn to constructively criticize each other. Hey man, constructive criticism is always good. Yep. You want to pick up because last names are going to be the death of me and come de- yeah, come and to this. this. Is a bunch of this is a bunch of crazy stuff. So, as well as being inspired by comic books and his personal experience with corporate culture, Newmeyer was influenced to kill off his main character early on by the psychological horror film Psycho, whose heroine was killed in the first act. Newmeyer wanted to uh, satirize 1980s business culture 
uh, noting the increasing aggression of American financial services in response to growing Japanese influence, and that uh, uh, and that a popular book on Wall Street was the Book of Five Rings, a 17th century text discussing uh, how to kill more efficiently. That's cool. Uh, he also believed that Detroit's declining automobile industry was due to increased bureaucracy. Ed 209's malfunction in the OCP room was based off Neumeyer's office daydreams about a robot bursting into a meeting room and killing everyone. Okay. <laughs> Going yeah. a little crazy there, Neumeyer. Uh, Miner described the film as a comic relief from a cynical time. Uh, during the presidency of Ronald Reagan, when uh, economist Milton Friedman and the Chicago Boys ransacked the world, enabled by Reagan and the CIA. Uh, so when you have a cop who works for a corporation that insists, I own you, he still does the right thing. That's the core of the film, he said. Uh, the, f- the in-film media breaks were Newmeyer's and Miner's ideas. A spec script was completed by December of 1984. I didn't like the stupid media breaks. I thought they were dumb. Like the opening, like with the commercials they... and the news. The news works. The news works. The commercials don't. The commercials are dumb. So, um, because I... Once again, because I, I I didn't own this film at first. I, I bought it on uh pr- on yeah on Prime. Nice. And of course, like the default option was for the 4K version. So I'm like, okay, cool, I'll get that. And so when it transitions from the movie and then the ad breaks, the the ad breaks are in the worst quality possible. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, we don't need to fucking it, it, increase it, these. It, it, it looks like someone legit just filmed it off the TV. <laughs> it's That's so terrible. bad. Yeah, that dinosaur one was especially terrible. That was my favorite one. I, I, I really? Oh, I hate that. I saw that and I was like, I thought I was watching RoboCop. What the fuck's happening? <laughs> so, uh, filming of this movie took place between August and October 1986, mainly in two Dallas, months. Got Texas. Him. What was that? I said two months. Got him. Yeah. Uh, Rob. Uh, b- Botten led the special effects team in creating practical effects, violent gore, and the RoboCop costume. Before he even emphasized violence throughout the film, making it so outlandish, it became comedical. Facts. He shot a guy in a dick. Even so, even so, censor uh, believed the two extreme and several scenes were shortened or modified to secure an acceptable theatrical rating. A rated R. Well, no, remember, I think at this time that the rating system was a little bit wonky. I don't think yeah. R w- w- was officially a thing yet. No, uh, RoboCop is rated R, though. Well, I uh, well, I think now it is, but I think at that yeah. time, it, it was a completely different rating system. I think that's, that's probably, at most, probably PG-13. It's possible. I don't know. A lot of bad stuff in this, so. Yeah. Yeah, RoboCop is considered a groundbreaking entry in the sci-fi genre. Unlike many films of its time, the central character is not a robot-like human who is stoic and invincible, but a human-like robot who is openly affected by his loss of humanity. Its impact was not limited to North America. Neumeyer recalled uh, finding unlicensed RoboCop dolls on sale near the Colosseum in Rome. Mm. There's um, a movie called Robo Vampire where it's RoboCop, but he's a vampire. It came out in like overseas or something like that that's awesome i was i was researching robocop stuff and i found rob i typed in robocop on um i think peacock and robo vampire one and three are there and i'm like okay i gotta watch watch that now i i have peacock because of wwe yeah i believe it's peacock definitely watch. we definitely gotta watch robo vampire maybe we'll throw it in one of our horror movies this year (laughs) we're throwing halloween just for the yeah (laughs) stupid shit that we do 
Um, in a 2013 interview following Detroit's real-life bankruptcy and being labeled as the most dangerous place in America, Newmeyer spoke about the pre- uh, the, the prescience of the film. Is it presence? That's pre-science. Who cares? Uh, he said, We are now living in a world that I was proposing in RoboCop. How big corporations will take us all and how they won't. Uh, will take care of us and how they won't. Blah, sorry. For he even described RoboCop as a film ahead of its time, which could not be improved with digital effects. Uh, Newmeyer has stated that uh, many robotics labs use the word robo-prefix because of RoboCop. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, well, depending on how you view, like, the 2014 one, that's really I liked it. it. I liked it. I'll, I'll talk about that later, though. Uh, Peter Weller described the filming experience as among the worst in his life, mainly because of the RoboCop costume. Voorheven also considered filming RoboCop as a miserable experience, in part due to difficulties with special effects and things going wrong. In contrast, Farrah described that as the best summer of his life. Following the film, uh, Neumeyer was hired by the America, uh, the United States Air Force consultant for futuristic concepts because he was like a concept designer, essentially. He was like, all right, how do we make jets? Okay, this is what they're going to look like? Cool. Uh, in the next few years, Voorheven uh, parlayed his success into directing the science fiction film Total Recall, which we will be talking about later, Ooh. featuring Cox, an erotic thrill, uh, and the erotic thriller Basic Instinct. Don't want to watch that, though. <laughs> maybe we will. Uh, we he also have worked. To. Maybe. He also worked with Newmeyer on the science fiction film Starship Troopers from 97. My brother loves those films. I don't know why. Uh, previously typecast as moral characters, Cox credited Robocop with changing his image and along with Beverly Hills Cop films, boosting his film career to make him one of the most decades iconic villains. I believe Cox was the old man? Yes. No, Cox was Dick Jones. Okay. He was the he was the other old man. <laughs> he was the old guy who made the the the, the, the giant robot who turned dude yes, into fucking Ed. ground beef. Yeah, that was crazy. And last but not least, on our notes before we hit up Zach's fun fact, uh, the success of RoboCop created a franchise conspiring uh, the sequels RoboCop 2 and RoboCop 3, a children's animated series, multiple live-action television shows, video games, comic book toys, clothing, and other merchandise. A reboot called RoboCop was released in 2014, and a direct, and this is now new, a direct sequel to the original 1987 film, tentatively titled RoboCop Returns, is in development as of 2020. It ignores the the other entries in the series, because of course it does. Gotta love the state of sequels these days. So, um, my fun facts. This is, uh, th- this is gonna be a small little section about movies. In case if I do know some things about th- about it, and some fun promotional things. So, back in the day when RoboCop 2 was coming out, RoboCop made an appearance at the WCW, the World Championship Wrestling, pay-per-view Capital Combat. In, 19, in 1990, where he helped Sting, who was locked in a shark cage at ringside. He was locked in there by the four horsemen. This segment uh, with RoboCop saving Sting has often been cited as the worst moment in WCW history. Is it better or worse than David Arquette? Uh, it's probably better than David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, really? RoboCop showed up at wrestling? That means RoboCop is considered canon to the wrestling Yes, that stuff. means he's considered canon to, to, to WWE. He's why is, why is he not in the video games? <laughs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> well, people make him in the video games. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I know, but it's not the same. Well, uh, yeah, so he made an appearance on WCW, which is, I, I knew this from the jump because I watch a lot of wrestling videos. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is my time to actually 
use this knowledge. My time to shine. I have all this useless wrestling knowledge. Let's throw it into so, RoboCop. So yeah, if any if any film involves wrestling, I definitely will bring up some fun little notes here and there. Like if we watch fucking Blade, we got to watch about... Heel. We got to watch Heel Kick as well. Oh, oh, that's right. Heel Kick, we got to put on the list somewhere. Well, wasn't that like going to be like our our I like a review for like for my old podcast where yes, we were going to do from Under the Ring. We, me and you were going to do movies. Like, I would help you do movies and TV shows, and then you would just do your regular stuff just to add a little bonus. We could still do that, though. We'll keep talking about but it. But, yeah, like, so, I, I just can't wait for all this yeah. stuff to do. So, that is my fun fact section. I'm going to erase that now. All right. I'm going to hop into the plot of this bad boy. This not-so-girthy plot. It's, it's, it's girthy enough. <laughs> Robocop's got some girth, okay? Don't count them out. Ahem. <clears throat> In a dystopian near future, the city of Detroit is on the brink of socia, socia, societal and financial collapse. Overwhelmed by crime and dwindling resources, the city grants the megacorporation Omni Consumer Products, or OCP, control over the Detroit police force. OCP Senior Vice President Dick Jones demonstrates ED-209, a law enforcement droid designated to supplant the police. ED-209's malfunctions and kills an executive, allowing... Um, ambitious junior executive Bob Morton to introduce the chairman, old man, uh, to his own project titled RoboCop. Turn the guy into fucking Swiss cheese and ground beef. RoboCop. Meanwhile, Officer Alex Murphy is transferred to the Metro West Precinct. Alongside his new partner, Annie Lewis, Murphy pursues notorious criminal Clarence Bodicker, Red Foreman, and his gang, uh, Emil Antowski, Leo Nash, Joe Cox, Steve Nin. Uh, and Steven, who ambush and torture Murphy until Bodecker shoots him in the head. Morton has Murphy's corpse converted into Robocop, turning him into a powerful and heavily armored cyborg with no memory of his former life. Robocop is programmed with three prime directives, serve the public trust, protect the innocent, and uphold the law. And a fourth prime directive, Directive 4, is classified, and we find out what that is later on in the movie. Robocop is then assigned to Metro West and hailed by the media for his brutality efficient campaign against crime. But Lewis grows suspicious that he is Murphy from the unique way he holsters his gun because he spins it. Because it's a trick he learned to impress his son. Uh, during maintenance, Robocop experiences a nightmare of Murphy's death. He leaves the station and encounters Lewis who addresses him as Murphy. While on patrol, Robocop arrests Emil who recognizes Murphy's mannerisms following uh, furthering RoboCop's recall. RoboCop returns with Emil to Metro West and uses the police database to identify his associates and Murphy's police record. RoboCop recalls further memories while exploring Murphy's former home, his uh, family having moved away following his death. Elsewhere, Jones gets Bodicker to murder Morton in revenge for Morton's attempt to usurp his position at OCP. RoboCop then tracks down the remaining Bodicker gang and sh a shootout occurs. He brutally assaults Bodicker, who, uh, who confesses to being in Jones's employ. RoboCop, uh, where did I go? RoboCop attempts to kill Bodicker until his programming directive to uphold the law. Uh, yeah, okay. He attempts to arrest Jones at OCP Tower and Directive Four, a false, sa a fail-safe measure to neutralize RoboCop when he's acting against OCP executives, uh, is activated. Jones admits his culp his culpability. In Morton's death and releases an ED-209 to destroy Robocop. Although he escapes, Robocop is assaulted by the police force and on OCP's orders and badly damaged. Lewis helps Robocop escape to an abandoned steel mill to repair himself. Can we add them about that ED-209 that just like, was like, I can't walk downstairs. Oh, dude. 
That that's is that in your notes as one of the, uh, the speaking yeah. things like RoboCop, uh, like Godzilla. Sup, fucker. No, I, I, I it was so funny because like it wasn't like that. So like when he was trying to when the ED two and I'm trying to walk downstairs, what was playing through my head was a shitty Family Guy cutaway. It's like, can I go down? Can I go down the stairs? <laughs> and it's on its back, just crying for help. Yeah, it's like a turtle. Angered by OCP's underfunding and short-staffing, the police force goes on strike, and Detroit descends into chaos as riots break out throughout the city. Jones frees Bodicker and his remaining gang, arming them with high-powered weaponry to destroy Robocop. At the steel mill, Bodicker's men are quickly eliminated, but Lewis is badly injured and Robocop becomes trapped under steel girders. Even so, he kills Bodicker by stabbing him in the throat with his data spike. Robocop then confronts Jones at the OCP tower during a board meeting, revealing the truth behind Morton's murder. Jones takes on the old takes the old man hostage, but is promptly fired from OCP, which nullifies Directive 4 and allows Robocop to shoot him, sending him crashing through a window to his death. The old man compliments Robocop shooting and asks him his name. Robocop replies, Murphy. Murphy. And then we just get Robocop. And then credits. Crazy. That's how you end a movie such right a, there. Such a cheesy <laughs> ending. <laughs> I mean, it's 1987, dude. What are you going to do? I don't know. This is some guy's, like, college film. <laughs> All right, Hunter, hit us off with them, some notes that are not as long as mine. Well, I... It's, it's a good movie. I didn't need to really, like, talk about it. Plus, I was busy making um, thumbnails and stuff. So... It be how it be. Mid movie notes. Uh, damn, get fucked, dude. Ed no good. <laughs> this is when a uh, man becomes Swiss cheese. Uh, Robocop is crazy. What the fuck? Like crazy looking. Uh, he got that. He shot that guy in the dick. Uh, I said didn't go crazy for notes. It's just a solid film. I said Robocop looks so dope. Uh, Kurt Wood is a legend. Red Foreman. And I said, I'm going to watch all the RoboCop stuff now. Even the shitty remakes, uh, TV shows, and, like, rip-offs. Oh, good luck. It'll be great. I'm just going to go into RoboCop land in the next couple months. Okay. What do you got, dog? My movie notes. Uh, this movie is gorgeous in 4K. Um, Enforcement Droid looks like a Star Wars knockoff. Homeboy got turned into ground beef. That's ground beef right there. Uh, is that the dad from that '70s show? <laughs> yeah. Now they turned Murphy into ground beef. <laughs> oh no! So much ground beef. Um. So I I was very confused. I never saw him put anyone in, in a car. So I was very. Yeah, he I, just I, he just shoots him, and then other cops show up. Like it's like he because he he threw the man through a refrigerator. Does, yeah, and then the, the other guys show up and arrest him. <laughs> does he not arrest? Does he just cause massive pain like nah, Batman? He's, he's just he's just brutal. Uh, this is what one of the ad breaks. Uh, what type of fucked battleship is that? That that's when the family was playing the fucking nuke game. Mm-hmm. Nuke him. And I was very confused. I'm like, what type of screwed up battleship is this? Yeah. Um, oblivious scientists were oblivious. Facts. They're like, ah, happy new year. Oh, take his arm off. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, no, RoboCop's evil. Shit. No, this was during the memories. This was during the dream sequence. Oh, that he was was having. And they were not seeing the guy on the TV screen. (laughs) Oh, it is what it is, man. Uh, Coke, the drug in every 80s movie. (laughs) I mean, Coke is rampant, man. Um, Why doesn't no one aim for his mouth? Stop with the fucking propaganda against RoboCop. 
You're not original. You didn't come up with that. Why don't we just shoot RoboCop in the mouth? Because he's a robot. Behind his face is a fucking robot. I know, but just give him fucking slack jaw. That's shoot all you gotta mouth, do. He just can't talk. Just give him slack jaw. All you uh, gotta do. Uh, 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 uh. He would just sound like that and shoot you in the dick for no reason. Uh, the tracker lo- looks different than before. I think this like w- w- when they first showed the tracker, it was just like a piece of plastic with a light on it. Then when uh, Dick Jones was looking at him, it was a moving thing. Mm. So I was very confused. Oh no, stairs! My worst enemy. <laughs> stairs, no. Uh, the makeup is S tier. Is that the dude that's like a big mutant and then he gets hit by a car? Uh, I, I think that, the, no, I, that, that's, uh, down a ways. That's what I said. The dude turned oh, into I melted sloth from the goop. <laughs> so, uh, this is when, um, this is when he, he took off the helmet and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, an assault cannon. Facts. Just, um, they had good aim back on Main Street. Now, now it's Star, now it's Stormtrooper shit. Dude, he shot the lid of a fire hydrant. And then he can't shoot RoboCop? Yeah. RoboCop is big. Uh, do turn into melted sloth from the Goonies. Do you mean just sloth from the Goonies? No, a <laughs> melted version. Yeah, he's looking fucked up. Um, now he's a meat-flavored Slurpee. This one he got hit by the car. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and what a cheesy ending. Murphy. Also, uh, I, I didn't add this. So when, um, when... When Dick was falling out of the window, his arms got yeah, they super, were weird, right? Got super extended. Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, "What's happening? Why is he a spaghetti man?" Cool. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but it was a thing. But so also, can, can, can we also mention too? So, um, the dude that was friends with the guy who who, who made RoboCop. I, I forget his name. I think it's up here. Hold on. Let me go to the cast list. Um. I guess that's Bob Morton. Yeah. Yeah. So the so so so, so the so the the African American dude who was friends with Bob Morton, he was smiling as Dick Jones was getting murdered. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Yo, fuck that guy." <laughs> he was he was like, hey, "Look at him die." I'm he like, was like, "Yo, fuck." He was like, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> he then turns to RoboCop, gives him a thumbs up. Cool, dude. Thanks. Also, when he kills the former mayor by throwing him out a window, <laughs> and um, so w- when they cut a lot of windows that break in this movie. So when they cut to the newsfeed of it, you could definitely mm. tell that they used the, the shot of him landing on the stunt bag mm-hmm. because uh, his fall was a lot shorter than the throw. <laughs> that is what it is. It happens. But now on to the reviews. I also, if you see, I added the audience review on this one this time. Where? Uh, in the in, in the reviews of approval rating from critics and an eighty four from audience. I I I had that in there. Oh no. Okay. I don't know. I see what you did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I put the reviews in there. No. 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 You did the audience thing. Yes. 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 Um. <clears throat> so. RoboCop holds a 90% approval rating from critics and an 84% from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, based on 68 reviews with an average rating of 7.9 out of 10, the website's consensus reads, While over-the-top and gory, RoboCop is a surprisingly smart sci-fi flick that uses ultraviolence to dis- uh, disguise its satire on American culture. 
completely agree. Yeah, like, um, yeah, it was very good. It was like comedically gory. Yeah, well, that's the best part though, and that's why I want to watch more RoboCop stuff because it's just super dumb and super fun. So, um, Hunter, going off by this, I guess. Uh, do do you want to read the bad review first since you gave it? Uh, po- uh, five points lower than I did. We never read the bad review first. We usually read the good review. But do you want right? to read the bad review first? Sure. <clears throat> so bad review from Walter Goodman from the New York Times. Um, whatever may have been in the minds of the writers, Edward Newmeyer and Michael Miner have uh, has more trouble emerging from Mister Vo Vohe. Oh, because you can't. <laughs> never mind. Hold on. Mister <laughs> yes. Vohe sizzling battles than poor Murphy does from his robot suit. <clears throat> now the oh. good review. Uh, this is from Carrie Ricky of Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, when the law enforcing Robocop cleans up a corrupt Motown, his victory is satisfying because he got machinery and morals on his side. Robocop is where high tech meets high noon. Bow, 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 bow. I had oh, to yeah, do man. my shitty McCree it's voice. High noon. So yeah, um, Matthew Mercer. Hunter, hit us off with your review. I gave it seven shots to the dick from RoboCop out of ten. <laughs> okay, why? So, uh, I said, as much as I liked the universe presented before I saw this film, I watched the 2014... Uh, so, I said, as much as I liked the universe presented in the film, before I saw the original, I actually watched the 2014 reboot. It was the first time I saw anything RoboCop. And while everything looks better with new technology, this shines through as both terrible and insanely good. I said, I like this way more than the 2014 reboot, don't get me wrong, but it's RoboCop, so there's not much of a difference. I said, I read a comic a while back called Citizen's Arrest, and I remember it being awesome. So, I, so I'm so i now more so a RoboCop fan than I was prior, but it's still not a perfect film. Sucks that RoboCop Returns is going to retcon anything after the original film. Yeah, well, <laughs> shit happens. Yeah, exactly. I'm not too butthurt because I just started getting into the franchise, but, you know, it be how it be. So now, um, for me, I gave it 7.5. Do you fly, Bobby? Out of 10. <laughs> um, th- this film is an all-around classic. I was kind of confused on what year this thing took place in, but regardless, um, Robocop is a fun popcorn flick uh, just um, with just the right amount of stupid fun action. Also, um, if this was the new Robocop, my film review would have been Robocop... Would have been RoboCop kills a kid. Uh, Does he kill a kid? Isn't that like a a joke everyone brings up that RoboCop kills a kid in, in the new one? I don't remember. I haven't seen it since it came out. Maybe we'll do a rewatch at some point later on down the line. And and if and if he does kill a kid, I am coining that as as my review. <laughs> Sounds good. That is coined as my review, Hunter. Uh, do you want to hit us off with that beautiful outro? Sure. Thank you guys for listening. You can follow Robocop on Instagram at Box Office Losers and Twitter at Box Office Loser for up to date news and when we post the episodes. Uh, you can follow the YouTube channel. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. That always helps us with the algorithms. But before we leave, Zachariah Jones, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me literally everywhere at Dark Shadow Zake, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Fucking my defunct YouTube channel. Uh, you can also find me every Thursday on the sports hit list for the AEW injection. 
Uh, Wednesdays are my busiest day for recording. After this, I just rest, and then I get ready to watch wrestling for two hours, and then record another Fun. podcast for like 20 minutes. But that's enough of me. Hunter, where can we find you? You can find me at Scruffy Moose Man all over the interwebs. You can find me every Wednesday at Android's Amazing Podcast. It's a comic book podcast I do with my buddy at the store. And you can follow me every Thursday at The Farthest Galaxy, which is a Star Wars podcast I do with one of my best friends where we talk about Star Wars, if it wasn't obvious. Other than that, thanks for listening, guys. Robocop. Yep, alright guys, have a good one, and we'll see you next week for 420. Woo-woo-woo! Goodbye. Smoke weed!